it's going to make your external friendships, your external relationships and your relationships with your clients so much better because you can't get congruent and aligned with your truth, which is how you shop well for your clients, right? Consistent, reliable people shop really well for clients. They're the people that procure clients, the people who do what they say when they say it. Now, you can't do that if you don't have a connection with your truth and what you're feeling. You can't. Welcome to the Chill Mom Boss Show, where your best mom life starts here. Hey there, welcome to the Chill Mom Boss Show, and I'm your host, Michelle Horn. Right now, moms all over the world are experiencing the same thing. We are all trying to work from home or yeah, building a business from home with our kids being around with us 24-7. So today, if you're tuning in, you're in love because we have with us Simone Heng, global keynote speaker and specialist on human connection. And she will be sharing on how we can stay connected to ourselves in this time of social distancing. And again, how do we stay connected to our clients despite the distance that we're having with each other? So welcome, Simone. Thank you for having me. It's so awesome to to be here and uh, like I'm such a big fan of you. So thank you so much for reaching out to do this. And hopefully we can liberate some mompreneurs. We can make life easier for lots of people over our chat today. Yes, I'm, I've been looking forward to this chat and I, I'm a fan of yours as well. You know I do. I follow everything. Absolutely. And I, I especially love how you're so generous in your sharing of what you know, considering your amazing experiences, you know, being a global keynote speaker and being a former broadcaster, having lived and built a name in like Australia, UAE, Singapore, Switzerland, and were you grazing us with your time to share with us this topic that's so close to your heart, human connection. So tell me, well, I know the story because I follow you. Tell me, how did this human connection topic become so close to your heart? So I think it was it was three years ago now, and I was on the radio, and I was working at an organization where there was a lot of toxicity, and I realized something really fundamental about creativity and creating, that if the people who are disconnected, who are the people who are creating are disconnected, they can't produce content that connects with people. And then if you multiply that through the whole office, I realized, oh, this is why the content we're producing, people aren't following it, people aren't engaging with it, because we ourselves are so disconnected. And then at the same time that this was happening, my mom has a a rare degenerative disease and she lives in a nursing home in Australia. And they were telling us that her situation was degenerating so quickly that eventually soon she could forget who I was. So I was obviously having huge connectivity issues with my mom. Like she still to this day and at that time had just started asking me where where did your father go? Like does he have a mistress? And it's all because of the dementia. And I'm like, Mama, he died. He died of cancer in two thousand four. And so, you know, then I realized like how going through that every day in the office, being an expat away from my family, and then being disconnected again from the person I love the most in the whole world, my mother it was everywhere I turned, this subject of human connection was like punching me in the face. And they tell you the universe punches you in the face. That's your gut telling you that something doesn't feel right. There's a red flag there, like, hey, you need to explore this a bit. And so I started and I found a mentor and we started crafting this message that I believe that was really important for the world into something that also could become um, my job. And so I think that's 
where that beautiful release happened because it's one thing to have a message and share, but how are you going to feed yourself? Huh? So I think that was what was really beautiful. Is like everything, I truly believe when everything's meant to be, it will all conspire together. Yeah, so something, everything feels like it's in alignment and that's Absolutely. where you should take it. Absolutely. And I always say to um, my coaching clients, like alignment is literally the movement of your inner truth and your inner self aligning with all of your actions, thoughts, and words. That is the most beautiful moment when that happens. When there is a gap between our true desires and how we're showing up in the world, there's a lot of rage there. There's frustration. There's anger because you want to be doing certain things. You want to be showing up in the world a certain way, but there are these things which you perceive are stopping you. So alignment is everything. Key to yeah. happiness. And, 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 and like a lot of things, all this alignment or misalignment or not being congruent, it's all in our head. If yes. we don't believe it ourselves, if we say one thing and we do another thing, then we can't get over ourselves to be showing up as authentic, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think for me, I'm kind of similar to you, Michelle. I'm quite type A, very disciplined. And one thing that when I would do things that were out of alignment with my truth, I would have a lot of shame following up from it. And then it became like a cycle. It became harder and harder. So it really just takes three moments of aligning in a row to form the new habit, right? So for example, I was single for many, many years and I really wanted a partner, yet I would give people who I know are inappropriate for me, a date. I'll agree to a date. But then afterwards when it's terrible, I'll beat myself up for it because I knew better, but my desire to be loved over overrid my discipline and my true voice, which was saying, no, this is a waste of your time. So once I got at least three in a row, girls, after that, it starts to snowball. You have three really great things in a row of discipline and a new habit will form. Awesome. Awesome. And it took you how long to do your research in this topic of human connection and before you first come out and start talking about it? So it was probably is interesting because it wasn't just researching the topic at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was also researching the speaking world. So I was like getting up in the morning at 930 up until 530. I would do my study. So either interviewing human connection paradigms, people who I thought were human connection experts, and then also reading every book on the market on presentation skills. And then I would nap. And then from 6.30 till midnight, I'd be on the radio. So I um, couldn't attend any night schools on speaking. I, I couldn't. I was on air. But I tell you, it's such a great example. Like if you want to get out and do something, you will find a way. So I did that for about 24 months, got myself to speak for free on the topic many times to get footage and then I think because of the 10,000 hours I kind of did in media like the transition was a lot faster than maybe it would be if you didn't have a speaking background but I was able to flip probably in the last six months of the time the radio start booking the gigs for as paid paid speeches so we're looking at the whole process as September 2017 till July 1st 2019 which is actually not that long, mm. but I basically like put myself to school from 9.30 to 5.30, five days a week for that time. And it was, it, it was exhausting. I'm really glad I don't have to do that again, Michelle. <laughs> but I think you, you would. I think you would. You would continue to study and just becoming even better and better at this topic that you're so passionate in. Like, well, well, maybe not nine to five, but I have to ask you, something, girl. Oh my god! I want to write the the human connection book needs to be written next. So I started 
a blog just sharing articles, but I know in, in the thought leadership space, that is the next way to go. So I have to ask you, how did you keep discipline to write the book when you had a baby and all that? Yeah, good, good that you asked that. So starting a blog is definitely the way to go. So by the time I wrote my book in 2015, I've already started my blog for three years. So I had a lot of articles where I just pull and plug into my book yeah. and just slash it out. So starting a blog is definitely the way to go. So you are creating content and building, you know, readers and audience at the same time. And once you've got that, it's just easier to just put it together. Here, here's the book, right? Fantastic. I agree. I think it's also something like, you know, the antidote to just the antidote to despair is action. So it's just the action of, hey, I don't have to tackle a whole book today. Let's just get online and do like two and a half thousand words. Write an article, please. Just write it and and that part of it has already started me not dreading the book writing process so much. Oh, it would be so easy to just pull everything into a book. Well, a book is an average 30,000, 30,000 to 40,000 words. And if you're writing 2,000 oh. words sort of article, it's like, hello, 20, how 30 how article, this. and you're done. I really do this, babe. You, I'm so glad we did this chat. So because it has been – look, there is a reason why people, when they're building brand – do short form video and do Instagram and do all this because it's a lot easier than writing a blog. But if you really want a personal brand as an expert, there's a great um, branding thought leader called Dory Clark. And she always says like the reason people don't write blog posts is because compared to a caption, it's hard. It's harder. So there's that attrition that you're going to have to deal with. Like a lot of people don't want to do it. You're going to have to be the one person that does. So thank you, Michelle. You, I'm totally motivated now. You just said that to us like, girl, I already got four posts. We only exactly. got a four You're like a third there already, right? If your blog post is made of what, 2,000 words, that's a They're lot. Very, they are very long, yeah. Okay, so let's get back to the topic. Um, so we want to talk about like how our moms can like stay connected with themselves first before they stay connected with their clients. So, yep. Okay. Like this, this is huge, guys, and I say this in my speeches all the time. We can't connect well with others until we have a great connection with ourselves. And I actually learned that from a professional therapist I interviewed as a human connection superhero. She said one of her clients would literally come in and he was so disconnected from himself. If you asked him like, did you have a good day today? He'd just say, yeah, I'm good. And she's like, okay, um, well, I'm going to give you some affirmations. You're going to say, I'm amazing in the mirror, you know, like positive affirmations. And he would just say them deadpan. And she said, do you feel anything? So in order to have a healthy connection to other people, you need to know what you're feeling, when you're feeling, why you're feeling feeling it. That's a healthy relationship. So if something uncomfortable happens, you get triggered, you need to know and have like some sort of touch point with those internal feelings. So a great way to do that, some people love to meditate. I think creativity is a great way to do it. I'm a big fan of painting and doing all sorts of other crazy things. This is like the crafter's dream time right now. So Everybody can go and explore a bit more of their creativity. It's hard for mums. You are with your children all the time. And I understand that. But carving out just a little 15 to 20 minutes with yourself and literally just check in with yourself and say, like, how do I feel today? Or did my husband say something that hit me the wrong way? Why did it hit me the wrong way? Or my daughter and I had a fight. What can I process about this fight? Why is it making me feel this way? 
if you start to build that relationship of introspection with yourself, it's going to make your external friendships, your external relationships and your relationships with your clients so much better because you can't get congruent and aligned with your truth, which is how you shop well for your clients, right? Consistent, reliable people shop really well for clients. They're the people that procure clients, the people who do what they say when they say it. Now, you can't do that if you don't have a connection with your truth and what you're feeling. You can't. How do you get alignment when you don't know how you feel? So do the internal work. If there are things that are bothering you, I'm a massive fan of therapy, like conventional therapy. I know some people like to go to Bali and do like yoga retreat or other people do fitness camps or whatever. Like I'm a big fan of conventional therapy and it really changed my life. Obviously, I've had a lot of grief with my dad and my mom and how I saw my life shift from 2015 to 2017 from the simple act of processing with a professional when I didn't, I couldn't make connections. So because I'm a thinker, I would overthink things. So please use this quiet time, moms, while the baby is suckling at your breast. (laughs) Just have that check-in moment. It's as simple as asking yourself, like, how am I doing today? How am I doing this week? Because as moms, and not that I am one, but I I do kind of have like a 70-year-old in nappies, which is my mum. And I think that there's this constant thing of thinking about your children, or in my case, thinking about my, my paralyzed mother, and you stop thinking about yourself. Hey there, I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking of starting a business, but you just don't know where or how to start, or... You've been in business for a while, but you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything, but your business is still not growing. Here's the good news, my friend. I have a free webinar on the chillmom.com just for you because understanding the five necessary components to the foundation of any successful online business will save you years of agony, expensive mistakes, and sleepless night wondering why the heck you aren't seeing any results yet? So join me and register at michellehon.com slash passion to profit and discover the five pillars that all six and seven bigger businesses are built on. And it's important to recognize this because, you know, we have like a thousand things going at us. Yeah. one day right and as a mom and sometimes we have these feelings that we you know I'm experiencing this right now being at home with my kids all the time and trying to get work done and trying to submit their homework and like yeah just things yeah. right and then it's important not to sweep all our feelings under the carpet and just acknowledge it and not feel like oh I'm so guilty for feeling bad or angry or shout so how shall we channel our frustration for example so you're saying that we should just check in with ourselves like a a quiet moment just maybe just shut the door go to the toilet for longer and just question what we're feeling and ask those questions I just love that you shared that story because what I used to do I would be so exploited with my time at the radio and then I'd have to go on air but I'd be feeling certain way but I have to pretend that I'm happy Um, and so I would sweep the emotions and they go somewhere guys you cannot sweep your emotions away. There is a Navy SEAL that I interviewed as a human connection superhero. And he, in a survival situation in Afghanistan, would see stuff. 
And then because he had to save people's lives, sweep the emotions away. And when he went back to civilian life, he didn't have PTSD, but he could not process emotion normally again. So that's a very extreme example, but it's really healthy that you do check in. And after you do check in, if you're still feeling uncomfortable, human connection is a great solution. Pick up a phone. We can't all call a therapist anytime, okay? <laughs> call someone you really trust or if your spouse is really understanding and get them to help you process a little bit what you're feeling, what's unresolved, just so that you can have an outlet for it. I think journaling is incredible. If you feel like, oh my God, I just don't have time to deal with this. The kids are screaming. I need to do things right now. Just KIV it for journaling before bed so that at least it gets out of you. You can sleep better after that, you know? I, I do that actually right before I go to bed I feel like run through my head what I liked about the day what I did wrong or what I feel bad about and how and I, I feel like someone recently and there's a name for it apparently escaped me but and then I try to visualize how I can do better tomorrow oh that's so good I'm going to start that the visualizing on what to do better is normally I just download into the journal but I really like that. That's yeah, really good. So I just like, because we moms, we put the kids to bed. So we basically kind of have to lie down, but not try to not fall asleep. So that's when, that's what's going through my mind while waiting for the kid to fall asleep. So that's, that's one tip. That's a really good use of time. Really good use of time. This is why you're the expert. I'm, I'm making- not, I'm not. Okay, back to before we move on to how they can connect to the client, therapist, where can they find therapists? Oh, I found mine through recommendation from a friend. And I think this is really important to find a good therapist, guys, is, and you can do a Google, but find someone who's a similar age and demographic to you. So I, by very chance of luck, found a Eurasian woman, my age, Chinese mother, Caucasian father, exact age, had lived in both Asia and UK. So a lot of the cultural issues that I would have, like, cultural battles between myself, like working in a very Singaporean environment where my very Western behavior and expression was causing a lot of bullying issues in the workplace. I didn't have to spend 30 minutes of the one hour session explaining that to her. She got it. So simply for pragmatic reasons, find someone who's a similar makeup to you. So if you are like a 30 year old Singaporean female, find a therapist who's a Singaporean 30 year old female. Mm. It's just going to give you more time in those sessions rather than you go to an more 50 year old male well, you, yeah. have, you know that i mean that's connection it'll as well. waste like half an hour oh, for him to yeah, try to get yeah. people gonna get like why it will be like why are you outraged that your mother didn't give you an uncle like he's not gonna get it he's not gonna get it so that would be my my biggest um oh. tip and you can do a google but when you go to the websites look for someone who's a similar makeup to you that you can really identify with them that's a good tip. So, so kind of like common sense sometimes we just, but we just don't think about it, right? And people often just go like, who's the best? Who's the best known, you know, like, like aesthetic doctor, like who's the best aesthetic doctor rather than this is different. You need a fit on me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. So, okay. So moving on, how do they stay connected to the client or the community or the audience that they're trying to build? Absolutely. So for me, I always say prior to COVID, we were using technology that was given to us to connect us to disconnect us like we were on automation people were just swiping right or putting emojis everyone 
was just overdosed by social media, even though it's gone up by 40% right now because people are at home, there are ways to use that technology to connect authentically with uh, your clients and maintain that relationship. So here's a good few resources for you. There's an incredible um, website called BombBomb. And BombBomb allows you to send video emails to your clients. So you can like batch record these, put your makeup on one day. And all these have to do is like a simple check-in with your client email. Like, hi, this is Simone. You know, we've been working together for a little while now. I'm just checking in to make sure you and your family are okay. If you need anything, let me know. That easy. None of your competitors will be sending video email. So show that you're a human during this time. And the good thing about COVID, well, depending on how old your kids are, right? But for some of us, we have more time than normal to do things like record video emails, even though the software makes it quite quick. So it's a good time to take advantage of this. The number one thing in marketing terms right now, or personal branding terms, is you don't want to be the brand that's selling to people. You want to be the brand that is giving, you see, Michelle, I give away a lot of knowledge for yeah. free. You want to be filling people's need for connection. People are thirsty online right now for connection. And when they do come into a budget, even if they don't have the budget right now for whatever business you have, when we get out of this circuit breaker, they feel connected to you. They feel they can trust you and you did try and sell to them during a crisis and they will remember you and you, they will become your go-to biggest fan. They won't just become a customer. They'll be your biggest fan who word of mouth recommends you. So that's really important during this time. I mean, this month I got six new coaching clients and I didn't sell to anyone. I might put a testimonial up, but it will always be about highlighting my client who's featured in the testimonial in my caption. And that's a form of persuasion without being like, so like, so about me, hire me now. right? And I think that that method really, really works. So be there for people, be a human, be a human in a time where people need humanity more than ever. Good tip. And one pro tip is just go follow Simone on her social media and just copy what she does. <laughs> no, actually, you should copy what Michelle does. She's got way more followers than me. She's really good. Really good. Look at, you know, I see those client testimonials that you put out all the time and they're all really well made. And I, I must oh. say, I really like for, for, for <laughs> to do these things, Michelle. Otherwise, I would never get time to like write articles or do a book outline or all of that. But yeah. Yeah, we also yeah, find. And I like, I like how you are making the most out of the circumstances. You know, I, I I remember seeing your post saying you were supposed to travel, you know, to the US and a few big yeah. things were. Oh, I'm so <laughs> But you know, the funniest thing is, Michelle, I thought I would be more upset, but I think I secretly, because from the moment I left the radio, it was, I mean, it was crazy. It was so busy. And I, I knew that in order to do become a specialist correctly in the way that I'd been taught by my mentor and the people at the Speakers Association, that certain things had to be set up. The blog had to be set up. A book had to be attempted. Real demonstration of the research that I had done needed to be shared, but I never had the time to share it because there was all these gigs that I was posting about. So when are you going to share? And during this time, I've been able to cut all those old speeches, put bits, demonstrate um, expertise, demonstrate knowledge, with a captive audience that is 40% more engaged than prior to the pandemic. So I thought I would be more upset, but because I'm very type A and I like everything to be in order, it was a relief. And now you're able to like push all these things and work on the projects that you have, you know, you have had at the back of your mind. And online courses that I bought and didn't get around to doing. Yep. Yep. And and, and yeah, you're amazing. Like, so 
Good on you, good on you. I'm so glad we have you on today. And so besides the video email, what else can we do? Oh, well, there's a great app that's coming out very soon. This just helps with connection in general. Okay, so it's called um, Love Bomb. I don't know why everyone loves bomber, the word bomb, very American. Bomb bomb. Love bomb. Love bomb. And this is Love Bomb. It's by a kindness and connection speaker who's a friend of mine called Mark Shapiro. And what it will actually do when it, it's in beta, beta launch phase right now, it's actually going to allow people to keep track of all the people that they should send messages of connection to. So this is very good for your husbands, ladies, if you're listening, because men always forget to like call their mom, do all this stuff. It like the algorithm forms like an arc for the people who are your closest connections. Then there's a circle for the people that you contact less often, and then you can build it. Yeah. So it's really good. And that is probably good also to remind you of, Hey, it's a client's birthday coming up. Maybe send a birthday greeting or a special offer to the client. If you don't already have that automated in your system, Automation is great, but I also feel the human touch, it, it really cuts through in terms of being memorable to your clients, really cuts through. Yeah, and, and that's so important because I, I tend to think like, you know how on social media algorithm, right? It's, it's all based on who you most interacted with. And, yeah. and so the, regardless of the huge number of followings or, or audience or friends you have online, mm-hmm. you, you only see the few. So this app would be useful for, hey, who hasn't I gotten in touch with recently? Absolutely. And I, look, we're all dealing with that with Netflix right now. I don't think that, like, we've all watched everything on our algorithm. And it's, so I don't know how much good those algorithms do, yeah. but I think it's also showing that humanity beats a social media app any day in terms of being social. Other resources that are really great, there is a, I mean, we've all heard of House Party and Zoom, but there is a software called run who runs the world hold on let me just get my notes and it's by um a team of girls in hong kong and at the end of the software you can actually do like a cocktail mixer so if you wanted to do like a webinar for your clients and then you can actually do virtual cocktail afterwards so so that like because nobody's meeting on the webinar right yeah and then change it which i think is value adding right now if you're in a services or information-based business because People are hungry for connections. So if you can be the conduit that supplies that free connection during a time of disconnection, it makes you memorable. Bringing people together has always been valuable in any time, COVID-19 or not, right? Bringing people together, be that connector that you can be. Absolutely. Being the connector makes you memorable. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much. So what's the one last advice that you would give, you know, our mom bosses out there trying to build um, a connection with people? What's that? Okay. Like if you've not met someone, right? If you met, you're meeting someone for the first time and trying to establish connection immediately, what should we do? Because most of the time people don't know what to say. Okay. This is like my biggest one and it's special for Asia. Okay. We all love to show face. It's how we were brought up by our parents. Like don't be too you know, showing everything, giving all your secrets away. Like, so we show face and we block our true emotion from coming to the fore. This is particularly in Asia. We have to be more emotive. So I always say, you want to expedite connection? Emotion gets connection into motion. So if you show your expression more freely, particularly now because people are dying for it, right? They're dying to see that. People can connect more with your truth because your facial expressions are reflecting how you feel rather than I'm angry, but my mother told me I must always show a pleasant face, right? So when we show our true emotion, we allow people to treat us with a lack of suspicion 
and that expedites trust. Trust is the building block for connection. So just show those emotions. Don't be ashamed. We need it now more than ever. And we have 10,000 micro expressions in our face. So if you hide your emotion, you are robbing the person you've just met of a whole bunch of connective information so they can make meaning of you, so they can build bonds. And the next step after you show your expression is to use your commonalities to connect. So use the commonality. Like, for example, Michelle, you have a slight Australian accent, right? A slight one. Yeah, a few years. My husband's from Australia, so. Oh, okay. So we, if we were off cam and like we had more time before the setup, I'd be like, Michelle, you know, do, do you have an Australian connection? And that would be our commonality that we, that I would use to start the conversation. So be observant that way, show your emotion and then hone in on those commonalities. Great. So thank you so much, Simone. You are a wealth of knowledge and you know that I'm a fan of everything you do. So thank you so much for coming on the show because I know you just added a ton of values to my audience. So thank you for having me, girlfriend. Can I take I'm taking a photo of us, Michelle? Yes. Um. What? Before that, tell oh. people where they can find you. <laughs> um. You can tell I've been out of media for a long time. I've forgot how to sell my own platforms, guys. I have a um website if you want to go to to book me for presentation skills coaching, SimoneHang.com. And there's also a website with all those articles about human connection. If you're interested in the topic, it's humanconnection.news and Instagram at Simone Heng. Yeah. All right. Great. Perfect. I'm really surprised if you say you're like out of touch. Please. I was really nervous about interviewing you, you know. Why? Well, because you're like expert in interviewing people. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, but then you, you I, I know that you, you always value your authenticity and that I, I suppose you would accept me for who I am. So I'm like, okay, That's I'm just going to win this. <laughs> try and show up the same way online as I am in person. Like that's alignment for me, you know. Oh, do you disagree, Michelle? Do you think I'm different online? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, you are, you are who you are. I mean, like, your, your post or in-person has always been very consistent. And I remember when I first met you for the first time at Amanda's place and you oh. actually walked up to us to introduce yourself. So. Did I? Oh, my God. Yes, you I'm did. So you did. I'm so excited. Amanda's having a new baby. It's yes, been- she is. All right. So thank you so much again for spending your time with us. And yeah, I, guys- look, I, look forward to, I look forward to talk to you again. If you guys need anything, and if you need anything, Michelle, just shout, okay? Yeah, will do. Bye-bye. Now, if you like this episode, share it with your friends on social media. Tag me at The Chill Mom, and every month, I pick a winner, and you could win a surprise from me. And if you'd like to hear more on how to build a business from home while raising kids, and how to manage it all without tearing your hair out, subscribe to my podcast for more episodes like this one. I'll catch you next time, and thanks for listening.